Hi, I'm your host, Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds. Today is Friday, December 3rd, 2021. You guys, can you believe it is really December already? I think I made a show just a month or two ago, and I said that if we blink, we would be into the next year. Literally, I feel like if you cough, if you blink, if you sneeze, you will be in 2022. So I hope that everyone is well listening far and wide. Uh, You can catch Daily Mom Grinds on most podcast platforms now. That does include Google Play as well as Apple. So I wanted to talk today about a very interesting article that I felt would be a really good fit for our show. So of course we are Daily Mom Grinds Comfort for the working mom who does it all. And our show is basically set up for to support, encourage, uplift, enlighten all of the above for working mothers, single or otherwise. So this subject today is based on an article that I located uh, when I was doing my search and working on my content. Now I've got about three shows already set up And I was about to do one on time management, but I found this uh, subject and I thought this would be something that a lot of us women, especially those that are moms, um, single and, and otherwise could really find interesting. And I would certainly love to get feedback. So let's get started. I was searching on the internet yesterday and came across a very interesting article by Vox.com, and it's V-O-X, and it is actually, the article is titled, The Escalating Costs of Being Single in America. And um, this was written by Anne Helen Peterson. Uh, And let's see, it was posted yesterday at 7.10 a.m. And first and foremost, And I would like to just say you did a very good job on the article, but I think that it always helps to add some additional input and I wanted to share your article with our audience and kind of give my take on some of it, especially being a person I feel like, let's talk more about this article and you'll see why I definitely feel like I have a lot to contribute. So... The full article, when I actually looked back at it, let's see, there was a, she actually had a subtitle that was included too, The Escalating Costs of Being Single in America. So let's just start with that. So I'm going to read partially what she wrote, and then I'm going to summarize, and then I'm going to add a few things. It's a pretty lengthy article, which I will leave in the show notes. So I am just going to touch on some of the things that I feel Uh, definitely come into play for working mothers, especially single working mothers, because I myself was at one time a married working mother, and now I am a single working mother. And so I definitely see and understand what she's talking about, and let's get started. So she starts the article off about, think about your household's monthly expenses. There are big ticket items, your rent or your mortgage, your health care, maybe a student loan. Then there's the smaller stuff, the utility bills, the internet and phone bills, Netflix, Hulu, 
and all of your streaming subscriptions. If you drive a car, there's gas and insurance. Um, if you take a subway, there's public transit pass. You pay for food and household items like toilet paper, garbage bags, and light bulbs. You buy furniture and so on. She said, now imagine paying for all those things completely on your own. If you live by yourself or as a single parent or a caregiver, you don't have to imagine. This is your life. All the expenses of existing in society on one set of shoulders. For more than 40 million people who live in this kind of a single income household, it's also become increasingly, increasingly unattainable. When we talk about all the ways it's become harder and harder for people to find solid financial footing in the middle class, we have to talk about how our society is still set up in a way that makes it much easier for single people to fall through the cracks. So what do you guys think about that? I'm going to say so far, I can definitely agree with that. I definitely can agree with that. Um, so I do see where she notes for the more than 40 million people who live in this kind of single income household. I'm not sure if that's like fully, I don't know how they've come up if they use the census numbers. Uh, I would say there could possibly be even more than uh, 40 million people who live in this kind of single income household. And it's kind of interesting how she how she lists this kind of single income household. I will say that one of the hardest things about realizing that you are going from one type of lifestyle or one family household style to another is looking at not only the financial aspect of it, but then how it affects you and how you've kind of been looked at in society. So for the longest time, I really looked at myself as this married mom of children. Um, when I would do write-ups and things, uh, when I would create, I loved the idea of always feeling like I was part of a team. I had my significant other at the time who was with me and we made this strong team. Um, and as a team, we were able to tackle the world. I think that many women, I think a lot of people, maybe we grew up with the idea that marriage really was the way to go. Some of us were taught that. Um, maybe biblically, uh, that in, you really wanted to do the right thing. So you, you know, met someone and this person liked you and you liked them. And generally you would follow along in the steps to spend the rest of your lives together. So you would court um, if you liked each other in the courting process, you would see if everything fit. And then depending on, you know, how you both felt you would move into, okay, well, I'll meet your parents and you'll meet my parents. And especially as young adults, you know, so we're going to say in early twenties or maybe mid twenties, I think a lot of, of us now as mothers who have either been married or have been in long-term relationships and have children really advise our children not to kind of rush into marriage the way it was kind of set up when a lot of us or our parents were younger, it seemed like they did marry at younger ages. Did you guys notice that? Because I noticed that for my mom and um, dad or stepdad at that time, they, they were in their early 20s. You know, they were really young. 
And so a lot of our, our parents, I felt, got married at that time. And I felt like some of that was just kind of what we were taught, that that's kind of how you should live. I feel like nowadays, um, as parents, we still, I know that I, as a parent, and I do know that uh, prior to um, my children's father and my late ex-husband passing, we both felt like, yes, we would want our children, you know, to marry, to take some time in that process. And so it's a little different now. And so I would say that more people might choose that lifestyle rather than kind of rushing out and picking somebody or hoping someone chooses them and maybe ending up in a situation that that that's not necessarily healthy or good for them. So I do believe I agree with what she's saying, but I think that in 2021, there's a lot of different ways to look at, you know, being single in America. And yes, the cost is very high. Um, so she does get into uh, defining single or solo living, which in which she states may or may not be partnered with someone in a long term, and they may or may not be parents, but they all live and bear the responsibilities for their bills alone. So in other words, she's saying you can still be in a relationship, be a mom, um, but you may not live with that person. And so you are bearing the brunt of your bills on your own. She also talks about um, some are retired, some are widowed, divorced, some are in long distance relationships that require two households. Some have lived alone purposely or regretfully their entire lives. I think that's pretty valid. You know, you can end up in any one of those situations. Um, I think that we're just going to keep going and see how we feel. She also states that there are many routes to and reasons for arriving at the single or solo living. More people are living than ever before. As of 2021, 28% of Americans live alone. Back in the 60s, it was just 13%. In the 80s, it was 23%. An additional 11 million households are headed by single parents, a number that has tripled since 1965. Overall, 31% of U.S. adults identify today as single, defined as not married, living with a partner, or in a committed relationship. So 31% figure holds true for both men and women in the aggregate, but varies significantly by race and sexual orientation. So this is interesting. According to Pew's most recent survey data, 47% of Black adults are single compared to 28% of white adults and 27% of Hispanic adults. 47% of adults who identified as gay, lesbian, or bisexual are single compared to 29% of straight adults. This seems like, you know, data, so we're going to continue. And then there's the age breakdown. Women live significantly longer and over their lifetime make less money. So then that's what a lot of articles talk about. Um, I found a really good article uh, recently, and I'm gonna see if I can grab it here. Um, I believe it talks about a, this particular woman was married to, do I have that article? I might not have it. 
she was married to literally a millionaire, but felt like she was invisible, was not treated very good. But once she kind of um, became a billionaire on her own, I think it is, I don't want to say the wrong thing here. And me. So that's when I'm looking it up, guys. Give me a moment. Uh, I wonder if that's her. The 23andMe. I wonder if it's that lady. Okay, I'm going to find out who she is and put that in the show notes. But she had an article that was posted recently about the fact that she was married to a millionaire. And, you know, when they got divorced, she got lots of money. She was pretty much ignored and was invisible until, of course, she earned her own money. And I think in today's society, it is kind of to be expected that you do own your own money. I've spoken with countless people people that are single. And um, there's a lot of people that are single by choice because they don't necessarily want to just run and bring anyone into their households. Um, They don't want to just pick anybody. And I think nowadays it's really important that we move slow in those areas. So let's take, for example, you're someone like myself or you are someone that is... um, been married and you are either widowed or divorced and you have children that are adults, right? So someone in that position is going to maybe look at the possibility of getting remarried a little different maybe than someone that has younger children. Because when you have younger children, you may still want to get married. You may even desire to get married, but you do know that you look at different factors like, okay, um, how would my children interact with someone that would be coming into our home? Um, how would we welcome that? Uh, would this person that I'm dating or my partner be interested in me with younger children? There are some people that may not want that. And so if you are a single mother and you have younger children, then it might be a minute before you decide to move into marrying someone unless of course it's someone that you feel comfortable with your children feel comfortable with everybody really looks at it different so I think that I think that um it is costly to be single it is it can also be costly to be married and so I'm sure probably as you go through her article she has like I said a very good article that gets really in debt about um the different types of household situations and dynamics. But I do know that if you're living or married with someone and things are great and he's working and you're working and everything is fine, that balance is out good. But there can be different things that can be going on within your household. Maybe your partner or your spouse is not working. So it, it, it can be costly either way, especially in today's society. I live in Austin, Texas. And um, when I moved here, um, everybody wants to live in Austin, Texas. Let me just put that out there. They are people moving here constantly. I believe uh, now we have the Tesla plant here. We're having a Samsung plant here. Um, people are leaving places like California and, and New York in droves to move here to Texas. Um, there's a lot of benefits of living here, 
but I will say that the drive to move here has caused the cost of living to rise really, really high. And if at one time I was looking at the possibility of buying a home or looking at how that would fare for myself and my family, then I have had the home prices triple, double, almost triple. And so whereas maybe uh, six months or a year ago, I could look at a three bedroom or a four bedroom house that was maybe just under 300,000. And nowadays three and four bedroom houses here in Austin, Texas, I mean, you can catch the price. Um, I've seen some maybe as low as six, 700,000. And I've seen some four bedroom homes in Round Rock, Texas that were close to a million. So literally just in a blink of an eye, your situation financially can change. And so in sharing this article, there are two points I mostly wanna make. That yes, it is costly to be single in America. Uh, and yes, it is costly um, no matter what your situation is because I have talked with people that are married and they both feel the strain and they're stating that they both have to work and they both have to push just to balance it out now. And years ago, it wasn't that bad. So what we want to do first is in reviewing her article is see how the figures and the facts fall for you. And at the end of the day, you know, be grateful for what you have, even if it appears that it's not on the larger, grander scale. Uh, you can literally have nothing and choose a certain path, whether it's writing, whether it's creating. I know a lot of creators have made great amounts of money and pulled themselves from one income bracket to the next. Sometimes that's a little challenging when you have children, but it is still possible. All things are possible with faith. So I find that in looking at articles like these, when you start finding, you can find, a person can read this article and take it as, wow, this is great information. A person can also read the article and be like, you know what? That's why I hate being single. That's why, you know. And you can really run out and think that getting married or partnering up with someone is going to be the greatest thing. And that partnership or that person and you don't fit and then you end up being in an even bigger hole financially when you break up so let's not be in a rush to find anything and i'm gonna put you on hold because again i don't know why it seems like sometimes i'll get this little horse <laughs> this little horsey 